This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today discussing the Patriots backfield and trying to make sense of who's going to get all the carries. They are loaded back there. We'll break it all down. It's all brought to you by DraftKings. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits when you bet on either fighter to win and no punches landed during the fight. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code PFF to turn $1 into $100 in free credits only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, Sam, this could have some fantasy implications as the New England Patriots backfield always does. You never really want to invest in Patriots running backs because they do such a good job of loading it up and you never really know what Bill Belichick's going to do on a weekly basis with these running backs. In this year, maybe more than ever, it's loaded, man. I mean, they've got six legit players on the depth chart at running back right now. We saw a bunch of it in the preseason action in week two. What is going to happen in that backfield? Right. Thursday night against the Eagles, they're all making plays, right? Damian Harris, Sony Michelle, James, or Ramondre Stevenson, J.J. Taylor hitting a spin move on somebody. There are a ton of talented guys in this backfield. Ultimately, I think Damian Harris is going to be as close as they get to a bell cow, which is to say not very. I mean, they're going to have a pretty heavy rotation, I think, with this group. But Damian Harris is going to be the lead guy and he deserves to be. Look, Damian Harris last season had a PFF grade of 90. That's right up there with, you know, the Derrick Henrys, the Nick Chubbs of the world. And I think he deserves it. Like, he has had some really impressive um, carries, some impressive statistics in the NFL, but also in college. Uh, he averaged three yards per carry after contact last season with the Patriots. You go back to his time at Alabama for his entire career, he averaged 3.7. So, okay, Alabama is going to give you some sort of running room and, and some head of steam, but he was a really impressive running back that I remember liking at the time at Alabama, and I'm excited to see what he can do this year as their, their lead back. But I think we're seeing that there are some other guys on that depth chart that are going to be significant parts of their season. So Ramondre Stevenson is the guy that you mentioned that has kind of stolen the show so far in the preseason. Right. Had a 91-yarder uh, in, their, in their first game, and he's a big back who can move, you know, that we've seen LeGarrette blunt comps for him because he's six foot 246, Sam. But again, he just scampered for 91 yards in the first game uh, and then, you know, showing some some quickness as well. So he's not just a bruiser and he might he might be that goal line type of guy. I mean, they have legitimate decisions to make on Damian Harris versus Ramondre Steve, uh, Stevenson plus James White, who, you know, can catch the ball out of the backfield. Sony Michelle is still there, the former first round pick. And even though he wasn't great his first two years, he was much better last year. I mean, it's a run first team that would love to run for 200 yards a week. And, you know, they're going to have some games where they do that. 
Yeah, and I, I wonder, though, if Sonny Michel, if his spot is in jeopardy, because he did look better, but, like, Ramonde Stevenson makes Sonny Michel obsolete. Like, what is the what is the purpose of carrying a former first-round pick on the depth chart if you have a guy um, that's able to do what he's able to do for cheaper, you know, a fourth-round pick this year? Um, and I, I would say he becomes a trade candidate, but I don't know how many teams are going to be at all interested in trading for a former first-round pick running back that didn't really do much in his first stint. So I, I, I start to wonder, you know, if if he actually starts to lose ground in this depth chart and gets behind a guy like Ramondre Stevenson, who has shown that he can make all those plays. Stevenson looks like he slimmed down a little bit. I mean, I know he's listed at that 246, but it wouldn't shock me if he was carrying less weight now and certainly seems to have speed and agility and athleticism to make it work whatever size he is yeah and i think you know when you look at the patriots historically that's uh, other than the sony michelle pick and i think that's what makes it so curious they never they rarely invested heavily in the running back position right under bill belichick you've got lawrence maroney as a first round pick you have sony michelle as a first round pick other than that, it was a whole bunch of remember, they just kept bringing LeGarrette Blunt back year after year, yeah. you know, he'd get cut somewhere else and they'd bring him back and they'd find a way. Uh, they just always seem to have this revolving door. And it's because the system is really, really good. It's a good run game. It's a it's a versatile run game. They run zone. They run a lot of gap scheme in the offensive line. Our number three graded our number three ranked offensive line going into the season. So it's a good situation for all these guys. So I know from a fantasy standpoint, maybe going all in on a Damian Harris or Stevenson as a sleeper could, uh, you know, might be the play that you're thinking about there, but you just, you never know what it's going to be week to week. But I think Stevenson is definitely that long-term play because of how good he's looked and what he brings to the table as a bigger back. The offensive line though, is a great point because the the game against Philadelphia uh, last night was a, was a perfect example of this. Like Philadelphia rolled in there with basically backups across the board. The Patriots came in with the starting offensive line, which we expect to be one of the best run blocking offensive lines in the NFL anyway. And no matter who the running back was going to be, they were going to get some yardage. Like those guys were opening up holes. They were going to get pushed at the line of scrimmage. They were getting pretty easy run plays regardless of who the back was going to be. Now, then it becomes which back is able to best take advantage of that and capitalize and all those kinds of things. But the Patriots offensive line, obviously against backups, is going to eat. But going into the regular season, that Patriots offensive line is going to be a force and only enhance the job that whoever is carrying the ball from this backfield does. That line has maybe the best run-blocking guards in the NFL as a tandem. Michael Onwenu, who was one of the better rookies in the entire NFL last year. Shaq Mason at right guard. They bring back the monstrous Trent Brown, 360 pounds to play right tackle. Isaiah Wynn is good at left tackle. David Andrews returns at center. Then you bring the Cam Newton factor into it. If he is the starter, and Cam Newton looked good last night when he was in there. Mac Jones looked good when he was in there. But if Cam Newton is the starter... Remember how many times last year Patriots looked unstoppable on the goal line because they were running cam. They had all those options. They have the line that we mentioned. Um, that would be like the one caveat, again, from a fantasy standpoint, if Cam Newton might be stealing some touchdowns, maybe from the backs. But either way, I think there's going to be opportunities. There's a good situation. And anytime the quarterback is a run threat, it does elevate the potential production of the running backs. And I think that could be a big reason why you saw a really good PFF grade from Damian Harris and from Sony Michelle last year. So uh, the Patriots are set up 
to run the ball. Plus, they have a fullback. They're one of like five teams in the NFL that have right. a fullback, care about their fullback. They just invested in two tight ends. It is a uh, a big formation type of team in New England. So again, uh, running back friendly scheme, I think, for the Patriots this year. Yeah, and you know the the other thing is that James White is not going anywhere in terms of their receiving bank. Like he's going to be the guy that catches the passes out of the backfield. Sure, the other guys might get a little bit here and there when they're in, but James White is going to have that specialist role. There, there doesn't really appear to be anybody anybody else on the depth chart that makes sense for that particular niche. You know, I, the closest would be JJ Taylor in terms of a skill set. You could imagine him stealing that, but. I, there's a big way to go between where he is and where James White is. So that's going to be White's job. And that is a like a specialist role within this offense. One other thing to consider, I think it uh, it may have been Chris Price, uh, Patriots beat writer. He think he he mentioned on the Twitter machine, the Patriots have a history of kind of redshirt and guys, you know, Shane Vereen was essentially redshirted after getting drafted in the second round as a running back. Uh, we saw with Trey Flowers, a fourth round defensive end who played four snaps his his first season. Stevenson's been impressive, but a lot of times the Patriots play that long game. So I don't know if so- Sony Michelle's out now, but maybe a year from now, instead of bringing him back right. on a, on a big fifth you know fifty year contract, having Stevenson you know replacing Sony Michelle, letting him walk, and just you know continuing that revolving door of of good solid Patriots running backs. The I, I'm all for seeing JJ Taylor as well, though purely be for the aesthetic. You know, JJ yes. JJ Taylor is one of those tiny running backs a lot like boston scott on the opposite sideline yesterday there was a moment in that game where taylor was getting dusted down on the sideline by cam newton who was about nine and a half feet taller than him it was like that picture remember when derrick henry was standing next to Dion lewis and it's one of the most ridiculous like come you know comparison pictures in nfl history this was the same thing except it's your quarterback versus your running back so I'm all for uh, J.J. Taylor getting some carries just for the comedy visuals. Yeah, I'm all for it as well. Sony Michelle, by the way, did have his 50-year option declined, so he will be a free agent at the end of the year. So again, it makes a lot of sense for Stevenson to replace him, and it makes a lot of sense for Stevenson and J.J. Taylor to be in the same backfield just for the aesthetics to make you mm-hmm. happy, Sam. So it's the New England yeah. Patriots backfield. It's a loaded. It's a fantasy football nightmare. It's an NFL football dream. The Patriots are going to spread the wealth again this year. Let us know what you think of the Patriots' backfield. It's PFF NFL Daily.